History Podcast, Episode 11, The History of Espionage. Hello and welcome to our History Podcast, the History Podcast I do with my dad. Dad? Hey, hello, I'm Otto's dad. God, we're getting quite good at this. We've got a little intro yeah. sort of off-pat. Um, awesome, so today we are speaking about... Espionage. Okay. Spying. Spying covert operations. Yes. Shh. They might be recording us. <laughs> <laughs> the room's bugged, I have a feeling. <laughs> I don't I think that they're they're tricking us with a massive fake microphone. Yes, actually probably it's actually it's in the light. <laughs> yeah, I think sorry. Thought the eyes were moving in that portrait. <laughs> anyway, this is actually going to be a sort of multi-part series about espionage, is it not? Yes. Um, and uh, today it's going to be sort of espionage, an introduction. It's got a little jingle from Martin. And... Cool. <laughs> yes. Or some kind of jingle there. Yeah. Well, we've only got Martin jingles. Really? But hopefully Martin's going to come down. I thought you had all those things of like the kind of. Oh yes. Yeah, it must be some kind of. Listeners, I think he means something a bit like this. But I really rather prefer something more like this. And so, what is espionage in your, and what's your understanding of espionage? Uh, s- spying. Spying. Mm-hmm. Mm. Cool. <laughs> I take that. That's an introduction to espionage. Okay. It means spying. Great episode. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> I hope to. Yeah. Oh, dear. You're getting a bit loud on our volumes there. Um, so, yeah. But, I mean, there's um, quite lots of different types of espionage. Lots of spying, so it's the collection of information. Yes. It's often uh, very closely related with military intelligence. So, yes, so um, gathering of military intelligence is quite an old um, and long-standing joke that uh, military intelligence is an oxymoron, as in an oxymoron. Um, is a... I, I do know what it is, I just always forget. Sort of self-contradictory statement. Hold on a minute. Podcast girls again. Old man goes and gets a dictionary. Not just history, but also English language. Oh. Oxymoron, 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 oxymoron. Um, it's got nothing to do with morons. Oxygen. Yeah, I remember the first time I heard the word oxymoron, I thought it was something that turned with a, yes. like, really annoying ox. Yes, a stupid ox. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Figure of speech in which apparently contradictory terms appear in conjunction. So, military. Yeah. Intelligence. Yeah. Apparently contradictory. The joke is that so- uh. soldiers are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a bit rude, really. Not fair. So, yeah, military intelligence. Military intelligence. Um, what do you know about... What, what do you... Um, the... The whole point of military intelligence is to um, find out the what the enemy's planning, um, what to kind of do about it. And 
Yes. So, I mean, I, I you know... There's also I, counterintelligence. Yes. Hold on a sec. Hold your horses. Um, so, I, yes, I think this, you know, it's quite good to make clear every so often that um, neither of us is a historian, and we do the research for each of these episodes as we go along, and um, not wanting to grumble, but I do all the research. Um, and I the, do some research. You do, you do some research. Good. I just thought I'd get it out there amongst the audience. No, I, for this episode, I did a lot of research. Good. Yes, you did, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Sorry. My um, book's paid for by you, but... It's, oh, yeah. no, I, I don't mind paying for the books <laughs> at all. Um, the... Uh, yes, listeners, uh, do go to our website um, because we try to reference our research properly. It's very important when you're researching to let the, everyone know where you got the information, um, partly because it's ethical, uh, but also it means that other people can then follow up on that research and read more if they think it's interesting. Um so, you know, your basic intelli- intelligence is going to be information on the enemy. Yeah. Um, and it's going to include things like uh, the, the strength of the enemy, um, the location, you know, where they are, um, what their likely intentions are, what yeah. they're planning to do, and what are their capabilities. Um, and then something that I think is interesting as well is that good intelligence has a time factor. So you've got to be able to collect this information and analyse it and deliver it in time for the user to act upon it. Yeah? So there's a story about, um, and I don't know whether it's true at all, Alfred the Great, or Alfred there's the not not great yet at the time, because obviously he wasn't great until after he died. I knew Alfred when he was just the Alfred the Arab. Average. Look how he's grown. Before he was great. (laughs) Um, And yeah, so the 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 story is that he pretended to be a uh, sort of travelling minstrel Mm -hmm. um, and crept into a Viking camp Mm -hmm. um, to um, find out what their situation was. Yes. Obviously, you're not going to get an awful lot from a Viking. Um, in terms of what their plans are. Axum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Spelled A-X-E-M. Axum. What are we going to do? Charge, attack, kill. Yeah. Axum. But, you know, I mean, there were times when the Vikings might have been hungry, they might have been um, not very willing to fight um, and that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's, it's very important to be able to get this this information. So from what I was reading about... Um, so, yeah, the sort of modern process of intelligence gathering seems to have four elements. It's direction or targeting. Now, I don't really make sure, I don't think I really understand that, but I think it's deciding what you're going to, what you're going to find out. <laughs> no, what you're going to find out, who you're yeah. going to spy on um, and uh, why. And then you need to collect the data, collect the information. And then you need to analyse the information. And then you need to disseminate the information to somebody who can do something about it. So let's think of some examples about these things. So working backwards, um, that dissemination of the uh, information, apparently... So you know Julius Caesar? Yes. Who we've mentioned before in this podcast? Yes. 
Great guy. Uh, from Rome. Um, how do you die? Um, stabbed. Stabbed? Mm-hmm. By? A lot of people. A lot of people, yeah. <laughs> so apparently, he was, just before he was stabbed by a lot of people, he was given the information about who, so he was given... Didn't a, his, his, like, wife or something have, like, prophecy or something? Oh, yes. Do not go today! Don't go to the Senate. Yes. Yeah. His actual spies had got a list together of the people who were going to kill him um, and gave him the list in a letter, but he didn't read the letter. So it's obviously that's absolutely pointless and useless. Yeah, so that's, you know, you've got to get the right, the, the information to the right person so they can do something about it. The analysis of the of data is important as well so yeah. um so what it means as well yeah so for example you know the 9-11 yeah yeah so what quick what happened on 9-11 um some people flew a plane into the twin towers yeah some terrorists yeah flew two planes yeah two towers yeah one plane in each tower yeah yeah um, but apparently the FBI or the CIA... There was also a third plane, wasn't there? There was a third plane. Which there was, was a fourth plane. The, there's a fourth plane. Yeah, one was going to go into the Pentagon. One Pentagon. did go into the Pentagon. But... Just didn't kill as many people, but it made a big hole in the Pentagon. Yeah. And then... The no one died, though. Did anyone but die? Some people died, I think. Oh. oh, yeah, I don't know. And then White House... Yes, yeah, so probably, I think the fourth one was going for the White House. Yeah, but didn't it crash somewhere in Pennsylvania? Yes. After the crew, the, the passengers, retook the plane. Exactly. And they, they made it crash. Very brave. But, yes, so the CIA or the FBI, I don't know which one, um, had basically been watching these guys as possible terrorists. Yeah. And they'd been learning to fly and going to, to flying school. Yeah. And they were a bit like, oh, that's kind of weird. These guys are really interested in learning how to take off and to fly the planes, but they're really not interested at all about landing. I didn't quite get there how they'd go about that, how they would learn to, how they would be so evident to be, oh, no, I don't really want to know how to land. Yeah, well, yes, I know. Well, because they'd have to land when they're practising. Yes, they'd have to, but they probably didn't take it quite as seriously. They're like, oh, yeah, well done. But uh, it, Otto, there's a lot of uh, well, what was we now call false news. Yeah. Fake news. 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 Nine Eleven is the. It's got so much fake news fake around it. I might even be talking absolute rubbish, but it does prove a point. Yes. About analysing data, so you you find out this thing. And so nobody said... Yeah, so there's receiving the data. So yeah. say it was World War Two. Yeah. 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 Someone got a kind of telegram mm-hmm. in Germany. Yeah. Said, ooh, ooh, my, um, the, the, it's in, it's not... In German? Oh, sorry. It's, it's in code. Yeah. So it's like... Oh my, the uh, British are planning something, yeah? Yeah. Yeah? The British are planning something. What is it? Yeah. What is it? Mm-hmm. I do apologise for the accents, listeners. Oh, well, we know they're planning something. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> this is yes. up and throw in the bit. Well, well another, actually... Except of going, 
let's find out what they're planning. Yes. The, and uh, taking them Ah, away. yes. Good point. Well, the, one of the great failings mm. of that, and exactly along those sorts of lines, Operation Barbarossa, the German invasion of Russia. The Stalin and Hitler, who yeah. should have been massive enemies, yeah. had, had um, signed a pact just in about, I'm saying, thinking 1938 or something like that. That would be the 1939 Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact. Basically, so they, they divided up Poland between them and they said, we're not going to go to war with each other. And you'd expect them, you know, they should have been enemies, you know, they were the far right and the far left. They Stalin should, should have um, re- looked back on Hitler's history and yeah. found out he's not very good at keeping packs. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> but for some reason, Stalin, who was generally the most suspicious... We are not going to war. What was that famous Neville Chamberlain speech? Oh, yes. Um, came up with a plane or something oh. with the contract says. Oh, my God. We are at peace. Yes, peace in our time. Yeah, peace in our time. Yeah. Peace in our time. Yeah. Like, next day, tune in on the radio. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And, um, Oops. The Germans have blown up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, Stalin, who's generally the most suspicious person. Yeah. Um, and, um, but for some reason, he was convinced that Hitler was going to stick to the deal. And, and so, all his spies were yeah. saying... <laughs> Hitler's got there's loads of tanks basically parked along the Russian <laughs> frontier. They are about to invade. He's like, no, 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 no. Um, and uh, then they did invade. So yes, that was so that was another invade game. Stalingrad, didn't they? What? They invaded Stalingrad, right? They you slightly unsuccessfully. They got stopped in Stalingrad. Yeah, it was quite unsuccessful. The whole invasion. Well, the invasion to begin with, the massively successful. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But they got to within, you know, so basically you know, the, some of the big cities like Leningrad, mm. they did, there was a massive siege of Leningrad. They got to very close to Moscow yeah, um, and they got all the way to Stalingrad, which was quite into the heartland of Russia. Mm. Um, but, you know, so they advanced very quickly. You kind of quickly. want Moscow to be kind of, Moscow isn't that greatly placed. Well, it's quite close to borders of countries that might invade it. I mean, if it was up north a bit, what, so it's not going to get invaded by um, Germany, the Arctic. <laughs> Germany quite so often. Yes, I mean, yes. But then you would have the problem of having your capital in the middle of nowhere. And very cold. And very, so, yes. <laughs> very put, cold. You could put the capital of Russia in the middle of Serbia. Uh, yeah. Serbia. Uh, what's it called? Siberia. Siberia. Thank you. Uh, but uh, it's it very cold. Very cold, very impractical. But, but, uh, yes. but it's south of it, it's right next to yes. China. Yeah. But China. Maybe you should have a word with Peter. <laughs> Move Moscow. <laughs> Move Moscow, would you? Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So, um, um, where were we? So this was the well. This was so. That was, you know, one of the great failings of, of military intelligence was that they collected the data, they and, and analysed the data, Yeah. you know, they did everything right, they disseminated the data, they got... The, they the, did nothing about it. They got the information to the right guy, Stalin, the only guy who could make any decisions, and he messed it all up. That's not actually paying attention. Dictator. Ah, good point. But yes. If, if it... If you have 
king or a dictator, mm-hmm. then it's one person deciding all of the decisions. Yeah. So it's one person can get it wrong. Yeah. So there's more chance that it's got that's going to be wrong. But if there's democracy, democracy, Demo- democracy, I can speak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then there's lots of people making a decision, and hopefully, there's more chance that it's a good one. Yes, exactly. The other thing that we mentioned very briefly was this sort of time factor. So you've got to get this information back to the right person so that they can actually do something about it. So that was obviously, you know, the great thing about Alfred the Great being his own spy was it it, it meant that he had the information. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem is you do kind of need to get it to the whole army. It's kind of the yes. big thing. Yeah. But you can't really get the whole army spying there. No, but I mean, he... <laughs> but that's the advantage of modern modern technology, is you can have one spy go text, text, hey, Alfred, the Vikings are saying that they're going to axe them. Yeah. But, I, but see, I think it's quite similar. I think it's actually, you know, that sort of the king himself being yeah. the spy. Yeah. And sort of drone warfare. Yeah. Where you've got sort of yeah, spy drones... Like the president can see exactly yeah. and make decisions in real time. Yeah. So, you know, Alfred could have stuck back out of the, the thing and decided either maybe, um, maybe the, the Vikings aren't as strong and powerful as we think they are. Yeah. Um, let's attack. Or they are... Run away! Run away! <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yes. So, I think there's a bit of there's drone warfare and Alfred the Great, as a loot player, have put some things in common. Uh, not much. So imagine like the Spanish Armada, yeah? Um, the, the Imagine, you know, a sort of British spy, or an English spy in this case. Again, God, I keep saying British when it's English and English when it's British. Very naughty. Very unhistorical. Yes, yeah, so, so imagine, you know, so, so an English spy is sitting in uh, the, a Spanish port, sees a massive fleet of Spanish ships leaving, and he has to then somehow get this information back to... England. Yeah. <laughs> England charging, galloping all the way up through France. <laughs> and then he has to sneak on a boat. <laughs> to Dover. To Dover. From Calais. From Calais, thank you. Um, and then, you know, get to Queen Elizabeth and go, oh, the Spanish are coming! And actually they'd say, well, oh, don't worry, the Spanish have been and gone. Um, they, none of them managed to land. Uh, they got swept away by the Protestant wind. That's another story. Um, yeah, so that's the, you know, the time factor. And that's always been a massive problem. So you mentioned... Counter espionage. Ah, I did. Yes. Misinformation. Yes. I like counter espionage. Um, so, what's counter espionage? Um, kind of. Should I give an example? Give an example. Okay. Um, basically, the is World War Two. Mm-hmm. Um, the British were going to attack. So, Sicily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, the I think the Germans were suspecting yeah. that they were going to attack Sicily. Yeah. Um, so what they did yeah. is they got they got a dead body mm-hmm. off like streets or something. Yeah. Um, 
and they put him in a pilot's uniform. Yeah. Um, quite an important person. Yes, I think it was a colonel or something. Colonel. But yeah, yeah. Um, and then put some plans in his pocket. Yeah. Of attacking Greece. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fake plans. Yeah. Of attacking Greece. Yeah. So, um, and then kind of put him in a plane crash or something. Yeah. Yeah. So they found him. Yeah. So the Germans found this dead man. Yeah. Where? Well, that was the really sneaky thing. Yeah. Was that they left him on the beach (laughs) in Spain. In Spain? Yes. And because Spain was supposed to be neutral. Yeah. But everybody knew that Franco was actually helping Hitler. Yeah. So when they found this guy... Yeah. They just passed, rather than you know giving him the information back to the, the British, Yeah. they gave the information yeah. to um, Hitler. Yeah. Well, to the Germans. Yeah. Yes. That is one of the best. I, I, I might um, just... So then the Germans yeah. did a full thing, defence on Greece. Yeah. L- leaving Sicily. Yeah. And then the... English came and just wanted to Yeah. I'm just going to, when when I do the edit for this, I'm going to just check on some of those facts because I've, I might put in a little bit extra here myself just to make sure that we've got all the facts right on that yeah. one. Yeah. But uh, the basic point about the misinformation there is absolutely right. Yes. Yeah. Um, and fascinating, I think. Actually, very little to add from me there, listeners. Um, that was a pretty good description of 1943 Operation Mincemeat Remoto. So, um, one of the sort of things that you need to do if, with spying is to find out that your enemy is over there and not over there. Yes. Um, and then, you know, you've got... And your enemy is going to Cyprus, uh, yeah. Sicily, In not this case, Greece. not Greece, exactly, yeah. Um, but so, you know, so you're... What, one of the, 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 the examples I was thinking of is that, you know, if you've got... So the, what you what, what you're trying to find out with it, with spying is that there are you know for example there are twenty thousand of your enemy uh, and they are really well armed and they love their leader and they're well fed and they're really up for the fight so therefore you should attack run away run away well, <laughs> or just stay at home and you can yeah yeah but maybe or two yeah. Situation two is that there are actually just 2,000 of them. They're only armed with pea shooters. They think their leader is a complete numpty. Uh, They haven't eaten in weeks and would rather rather be anywhere but here. Uh, Therefore, you... What do you do? Attack. Attack. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but if you're on the other side and your situation is actually two... Yes. Poorly armed. Yeah. Leader's numpty. Mm -hmm. Not very many of you. Yeah. But you can make your enemy believe that it's one, that there are 20,000 of you, and all that lot. Yeah. Um, that is, then you have won the battle, yeah. even though you they are didn't. armed with pea shooters. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so you've, you've won the battle before it even began, which I think, according to the great uh, Sun Tzu. Yeah. Um, do you know who Sun Tzu is? No. No. He uh, wrote a book called The Art of War, um, and he wrote it in 
about 500 BC. Edit point so I can pop in the date. (laughs) 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 I have no idea. But he was Chinese and he wrote it sort of something BC. Um, And, uh, oh, I like that. BC. BC? Before China? No. No. Uh, BC, yes, he wrote it in, in... Something BC. I thought kind of the Chinese emperor was well, the Chinese empire kind of fifteen, fourteen, fifteen hundreds. Oh God, no! Uh-huh. No, the Chinese empire is ancient. Oh. Oh God, yeah, yeah no, so I don't. I mean, uh, the, the Chinese empire is. Um, invaded by all the Mongols. Yes, that's 1400s. Oh, well, yeah. tw- 1200s. The Mongols were 1200s. Yeah, that's kind of what I meant. Yes. So they're already an ancient empire by then. Mm. Um, the Great Wall of China was ancient by the time the Mongols got to it. <laughs> um, no, 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 God, they, they were... They, they I were, thought they created the Great Wall of China to keep the Mongols out. Uh, people like the Mongols. Oh. You know, there have been people attacking from the steppes for millennia. The Scythians, Scythians, is meant to be a very interesting, and this is, well, the Mongols, very good on their spying. They had an amazing spy network. Um, but the uh, the Scythians, there were the Huns, lots of the Magyars, all sorts of people um, used to come charging out of the area where the sort of Mongols came. In fact, the Mongols were the last of those sort of mounted horse warriors. Um, anyway, so I think we've had a nice introduction to um, espionage. I think we're going to do at least th- three more. I think our next one, we're going to look at sort of um, maybe people like the ninjas. Um, uh, ninja. And also there was, I, I, I can't quite find enough, uh, find enough information about this, but about the Abbasids who were the early sort of uh, rulers of the Islamic empires. Um, and apparently they came to power thanks to a an espionage coup. Um, and then I think we'd like, I'd really like to talk about uh, Sir Francis Walsingham. So yes. Who is Sir Francis Walsingham? He was the head kind of spy protector mm-hmm. of um, the protector of the faith. Ah, who was? Queen Elizabeth. Very nice. The first. Yes. Um, and so I'd like the, to... I want to say it's like the second protector of the faith. Who was the first? Henry Def- VIII. Defender of the faith, was Defender it? of the faith. Yeah. yeah. Henry VIII. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> do a bit on him, because I'd say that, that, that whole, that sort of um, Protestant Catholic, we've just done the Reformation, spying, I think it's fascinating as well. Yeah. So you, that's not just military intelligence, you see. Yes. It's also, you know, finding out who's plotting against you and yeah. all that sort of stuff. They don't actually have an army, it's just one assassin. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're going to be moving on to sort of modern spying. Um, yes. Hopefully we're going to have an interview. Drone warfare. Yes, very much drone warfare. World War Two's counting as modern spying. Oh yeah, very much. Yes, so hopefully we're going to have an interview so, with twenty to twenty-first centuries. Yes, 
particularly well hope as I keep trying to say hopefully we're going to have an interview with the history's maid was yeah. that woman that we met yes um at the Milton Keynes festival yes. and she um knows a lot about the special operations executive mm-hmm. who were uh, spies and sort of um commandos and things during the second world war um and then we SOE the SOE exactly yeah then we'll move on to the cold war yeah um which is obviously when spying went completely mad i've been yes. reading lots of books we've and, and we've also been watching lots of films yes. um and reading lots of books that we're going to discuss as we go along mm. so listeners i hope you are along for the ride for a bit of espionage um yeah. for a few weeks to come we haven't been very good about sticking to our epi- one episode every Two weeks, like yeah, fortnightly sorry. thing. Yeah. Um, I blame Otto. Um, but um, I blame Dad. Yeah. You know, but we'll probably Me yes, too, we'll try to keep to the two weeks, or it might be three weeks. Um, and but we'll be trying to to get this espionage done by Christmas. Thank you very much. And goodbye. And goodbye. Thank you. So, listeners, um, I really hope you enjoyed that uh, episode. Um, please do visit our website, ourhistorypodcast.com, or visit us on Twitter. Our Twitter name is at ourhistorypod, and we've been posting some of our um, history odd facts up there. And we're also on Facebook as Our History Podcast. Also, if you do have the opportunity, we would very much appreciate a review on uh, iTunes or whatever system you use for listening to podcasts. Thank you very much. Goodbye.